Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. More of your phone calls, best and worst of the weekend, a little bit later. Every once in a while, we catch a best of the weekend nominee as a guest. And one of the leading vote getters this weekend. I think we have all attempted game winning shots at the buzzer. As a little guy growing up in Philly, I had one of those little Nerf hoops that you could attach to the top of your bedroom door. I can't even say I made it a lot, but I can say I did the whole three, two, one, and then you let it go. And my driveway up in Pennsylvania, we had a family, kind of a neighborhood basketball court. I would do the three, two, one, let it fly, and of course you just kept trying until you actually made one. Braxton Beverly of NC State like lived it, for real, in an actual varsity college basketball game. It was Wolfpack 69, Clemson 67. He had that classic do-or-die shot. If it missed, it was a loss. It went in, so it was a win. Braxton Beverly, welcome to the David Glenn Show, and congratulations, man. How are you? I'm well. appreciate you having me. It's great to have you. What do you remember most about the aftermath of that shot? Because on TV, man, it looked like chaos with you jumping into a pile and screaming at the top of your lungs. Um, only thing I remember is how loud it got in the gym, and uh, it just seemed like out of nowhere my, my entire team came around and was bugging me. It was uh, throwing me around. How many times have you watched the replay of that shot as the guy who made the shot? Um, I, I've seen it. I've seen it a couple of times. Just uh, getting on social media, I've seen it uh, pop up a few times on my feed. I did not make a lot of my nurse Nerf hoop shots as a child. When how how young were you when you remember playing that three two one game? And how often did the shots go in? I mean, I, I remember doing that. Probably like most other kids, as soon as you start playing, that's one of the. That's like one of the first things you try to you try to get good at. You try to uh, you try to get ready for. Were you already good as a child? Um, I mean, I had my I had my ups and downs. I had my learning experience. <laughs> <laughs> Braxton Beverly is joining us, NC State sophomore guard. You can follow him on Twitter at bbeverly10. There was a viral tweet this weekend, Braxton. I know your account is bbeverly10. There was a viral tweet. I mean, with like five thousand plus likes and two thousand plus retweets. At Captain Beverly, do you know the people who created or run that account? Um, no, I, actually, I don't. It's still, uh, it's still a mystery to me as well. Are you enjoying what they do? Because they're tap. I think they're tapping into your beard, right? Somebody had an Andrew Luck Captain Luck account, and they write like people wrote in the 18th century back home to their mom. For those who didn't see it, the tweet at Captain Beverly was was, was this weekend again from some creative people who run that account. It was one of the shorter tweets that you'll ever see. Dearest mother, comma splash. Uh, did you eventually? I hope get a kick out of that one. Oh, of course, I, I get a kick out of every tweet that uh, they send out. Oh, so you're on good terms. It's good to know. I mean, I don't know. Does Andrew Luck like the Captain Luck account? We now know that Braxton Lu- Braxton Beverly likes the Captain Beverly account. Oh yeah, I love it. Uh, do you still did did the? Are you certain that the beard growth? We watched you as a freshman. I don't remember a lot of beard. Is it? Are we sure that Captain Beverly was created because? When you came out of this summer, it looked you you had more of that grizzly bear look to you, right? Is that is that how we ended up with this Twitter account? Uh, yeah, I I think that's kind of what inspired it. What got it going? 
And um, we're st- it's still a mystery, though. You really don't know who's ru- who's running that account. Yeah, I-, I have no idea. I have no clue who runs it. Did you know that since the NCAA added the three-point shot way back in 1986, so we're talking long before Braxton Beverly was even born, the Wolfpack has never had a player hit a game-winning three-point buzzer beater while the pack was trailing in a home game. In other words, in that set of circumstances, what you did Saturday to beat Clemson is truly one of a kind. Did you hear that at any point? Um, I actually did see, uh, see a tweet, or like a Twitter feed, yeah. like a little thread about it. I've seen, uh, seen somebody tweet that out. Uh, some people like responding back and talking about you know, some of the previous game winners. So it's, uh, it's just really cool to, you know, to now learn that. Shout out to Tim Peeler of GoPack.com, who somehow dug that nugget out. First game-winning three-point buzzer beater while trailing in a home game for the Wolfpack over these 30-plus years. Did you know it was good when it left your hands? Um, it, it sure felt good when I shot it. Did you have a choice? Because I think CJ threw it your way with, what, two seconds to go? It's not like you were going to get in trouble for letting that fly, right? You didn't have much of a choice the way the clock was ticking. No, no, that time, that time was running down pretty fast. I had to, had to make a quick decision. Coach Keats joked after the game that it was, you know, a genius play diagram. Uh, he was definitely joking given the chaos of the moment. What were you thinking as you came up the court? Because the ball's in CJ's hands, but if you had not trailed the play, you would not have been in position to make that game-winning shot. Um, I mean, just kind of kind of everybody tries to think in that situation, go try to get the best shot. And I try to get the best shot possible. Um, you know, I saw a little, I saw an opportunity to circle around the play, like you said, and uh, you know, try to make myself available to help out CJ. And uh, you know, thankfully, you know, he found me. Uh, we got a good look, and uh, you know, it went down. When is the last time in an actual competitive basketball game that you hit a buzzer beater to win it at the end? Um, it was I think my my senior year in high school. I hit, I hit one. Was it a, that's my last one. Was it a do or die, or was it one of those where you were tied? Because yours was do or die, I man. Think it was. I, I want to say, I want to say we were tied, and I hit it as the time ran out. So even even more pressure. We're going to put this one higher on the in the trophy case. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this one goes a little bit higher. Well, you know that whereas you're the star of the show, you're like the best of the weekend honoree. We have a statewide show, and you're getting more votes around the state, even from non-Wolfpack fans. You're getting votes as hard as that might be to believe. You're getting votes from, like, Duke and Carolina fans. Is that a miracle? That's amazing. uh, (laughs) I'm thankful to get those votes. I know know they're hard to come by. Yeah, they are. As you know, it took more than just your great shot and CJ's pass and all that. You needed some help, right? I'm dying to know because I think I saw you on the lane as Marquise Reed of Clemson. I mean, this is an all-ACC opponent, right? This is like an 85% free-throw shooter. He's a, he, You're a sharpshooter, so I guess you know sharpshooters when you see them, and Marquise is pretty darn accurate from the line. He missed four times just in the last 20 seconds or so. Was there chatter? In the lane there, like, do you say nothing to your opponent? Do you, like, walk in front of him on f- purpose? Do you say anything obnoxious after he missed the first two? Um, no, we kind of – we we just talked to our crowd. You know, our uh, the crowd there at PNC got, you know, insanely loud. And uh, I, th- I think that had a lot to do with it. 
but the players didn't contribute at all. Is that like, uh, is that just a Kevin Keats thing, or is that the way you were brought up doing it? Because I imagine you've been at the line for a big free throw, and somebody on the opposing team started chirping something. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard a few things before. What's the craziest? They're not. Uh, they're not going to go like mama or girlfriend, are you? On you, are they from the line? Uh, the line? Uh, I've, I've heard some pretty crazy ones, but the, the worst one I can't really. I probably should. I probably should tell on air. You're probably smart. You, you might have just saved us <laughs> a fine from the Federal Communications Commission. But it, so there was silence <laughs> at the line as Marquise Reed was missing all four of those free throws. Pretty much, you know, we were just we were letting our fans take control. You know, it gets like I said, it gets it's crazy loud in there. You know, especially, especially at the end, you know, when they're, when they're wanting that, uh, the free ticket sandwich. Is that uh, you, you already know how loud they, that's you know how loud they get that's, that one. That's so. big. That's big. Game winner to beat Clemson is one thing, but free sandwiches is a different thing entirely. When you watched the shot on replay, was there anybody's reaction that made you laugh the most? Because it was crazy, man. There was like there was a member of your staff running across the court like somebody was about to die. Coach Keats mostly looked like he kept his composure, but I guess he had to shake Brad Brownell's hand. What what did you see? <laughs> what didn't I see? We um we got we got the experience and kinda, you know, watch uh, rewatched it a bunch of times just to just to find, you know. Uh, funny stuff to get a little laugh out of. It seemed like every time we watched it, there was, you know, there's something else funny that happened. <laughs> so the players watched it together, and you just made fun of everybody's reactions. Yeah, we, we just we just found everybody one by one and just, and just laughed <laughs> what they did. So who gets the prize for the most dramatic, over the top reaction? Uh, uh, prob- probably our uh, one of our coaches. One you saw about ran across the court. That was. Uh, uh, that, that was pretty funny. And who was he, that? That was uh, Thomas Carr. All right. Put him down for a prize, Darren. Braxton Beverly is joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at bbeverly10. You can follow an account that he is not personally responsible for, but is fun to follow. It's at Captain Beverly. Do you want to know those people, or would you rather we just keep it a big secret, especially given the mojo that you're riding right now? Um, You know, I kind of – I kind of enjoy having it as a, uh, you know, still a mystery. You know, I think it's, I think it's just a little bit more enjoyable. What was the last thing you guys said in the defensive huddle before that six or seven seconds that led to your game winner? I mean, Coach Ke- Coach Keats was joking about diagramming a play, but you, you guys basically you had to have a plan, right, in case he missed. Um, I mean, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to set up, you know, like you said, like a, a diagram play in such a short amount of time. Um, you know, one thing one thing we know, you know, we got a lot of smart players on the team, you know, that knows how to make the right decisions and we'll make the right decisions, you know, in, in times like that. And, you know, we just we just stay together. We just told you so, you know, just stay together, finish this game out. You know, we're still right here in it. You how- know, we we all we all felt like we had the chance to the win and uh like and, and it shows that we did. In your world as a college student, how what's been the craziest reaction? Is it is it like People like us in the media bothering you with a, a, an interview request? Is it countless texts? Is it countless tweets? Or is it something else? Um, probably the uh, the best reaction was actually after the game. I had some I had some family and friends come up to the game, and uh, I went out to eat with them after the game. And we just so happened to go into a place where there was uh, there was a lot of people that had just watched the game at the restaurant nice. and just came from the game. So when I when I walked in. Uh, 
one woman, she like double take and noticed me, and then she she let out a big scream. And what she did, like the almost the entire restaurant did the exact same thing. <laughs> that, that, was, that was that was really cool to be a part of. That's pretty cool. So you got an ovation at dinner. <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Braxton Beverly is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Did anybody surprise you with a phone call or tweet, or was it mostly you know predictable family and friends? Um, there's there's actually a lot. Uh, I, I I'm pretty sure there's still a lot that I didn't even get to see, um, because of so much that was going on. Um, I know I know many a, a lot of friends and family from back home was you know tweeting about it. And, uh, you know, posting, posting the video and uh, talking about it on social media. So. Braxton Beverly is joining us. How far can this Wolfpack go? You guys look like an NCAA tournament team. How do you feel about how you're playing as a whole, uh, even beyond, obviously, your big win and your big shot against Clemson? Um, you know, we, we feel we have a really good team. You know, we got a lot, a lot of unselfish guys that, you know, we're playing for each other. You know, we want each, and everyone, each, each uh, person on the team to do well, be successful. You know, when you do that, that, that's able to carry you really far, you know, late in the postseason. So right now, you know, we're just taking it day by day just to just get a little bit better each day and hopefully make a hopefully make a nice run at the end of the year. Are you superstitious at all? Like, are you going to do anything or not do anything differently because of the big shot going in? Um, no, I'm just – no, I just take each day different, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm not really the superstitious top. How are you handling the beard the rest of the way? The people at Captain Beverly want to know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Those have to they'll have to stand their toes and just see what happens. Braxton Beverly is joining us on the David Glenn Show as we thank you for your time and let you go. What's the w- be- best part about playing in front of Wolfpack Nation at N- at NC State? Is that just just all the support that they give us? You know how they they're always at the games, they're always rowdy at the games. Um, I mean, for opposing teams, PNC is a really hard place to play in. And, and we bet that's, that's all because of the fans. So, you know, it's, it's really great to be able to play in front of them. And now you're off to more media, right? After your appearance on the statewide David Glenn show, you just turned the page and you're stuck with a bunch more questions, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah. More I think so. I think Braxton is stuck with like a whole horde of media members in about 10 minutes. NC State's media avail- availability starts in 10 minutes. I don't know if you're right in the middle of all that muck, but we do thank you for rearranging your schedule uh, and for the time here on the David Glenn Show. Congratulations. I mean, it is truly one of the great shots under those circumstances that we've seen in a long time. So congratulations on your best of the weekend status, and, and we appreciate your time on the David Glenn Show. Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me. You got it. Braxton Beverly, guard for the NC State Wolfpack, at Beverly 10 and always at Captain Beverly, although, again, that's not an account that he runs. Let it be a mystery. If he says he wants it to still be a mystery, we should keep it a mystery. You don't want to mess with that mojo.